Hey everybody, this is Engineer Matt for the episode here. Uh, tried to put this thing together at the end, found out there was a bunch of dropout spots, a bunch of dead spots in the audio. Don't know what causes it. Uh, made this one sound like pure shenanigans a few times during the episode. So just bear with it, get through the spots where there's just dead spots or stuff that doesn't make any sense, and then uh, keep listening and you'll eventually get to more of the actual content from the show. Uh, there was a part of the games that got cut out, and uh, sorry about that. But otherwise, uh, it should be listenable. We didn't want to scrap this just because we got uh, Adam to come on the show. So please bear with me while you listen through. But there's a good chunks of this that are just like normal, regular episodes, and a few spots that are kind of uh, weird to listen to. So sorry about that, but we should have everything back to normal on the next episode. So keep listening and enjoy the show. Thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And uh, you may uh, you may have heard a little bit of a different... Uh, I'm Mandy. <laughs> different vibe this time around. Uh, we'll have some news here in just a second, but... Uh, Hey, Mandy, uh, yeah. what movie are we covering today? We are watching the 1990 classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles. And, uh, of course, those of you who've listened to the show before might not recognize Mandy's voice because today <laughs> the part of Mandy is being played by now four-time uh, participant. Yes. I don't, I don't want to call you guest again because you're... Well, you're yeah, I'm co- not a guest today. You're co-hosting. Yeah. Mr. Stu McAllister. Woo! Thank you. We're gonna get two uh, two rounds of introductions here today. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and uh, so we're watching, or we watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the nineteen ninety. We version. did. I was in a rush to watch this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a we needed a quick fill in. Uh, yeah, I was like, where can I find this thing? And I found it on Voodoo. Oh. Everybody, if you want to see it for free, check out Voodoo, which I think is owned by Walmart. Yeah, I think it's Walmart streaming service. Yeah, yeah, because you can like. It was weird. They showed a commercial, and then like, if you want to buy this product. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was like they had like a thing you could like click, I guess, to why go would you buy the product. Buy it if you could get it for free. Haven't they heard the yeah, milk analogy? I don't know. Very strange. And uh, of course, we never uh, just talk amongst ourselves. Uh, if nope. this, if you were Mandy, I wouldn't want to just talk to you about this movie. So <laughs> we have to you. bring on a, a guest, and we are very fortunate. Uh, currently on a uh, Western Michigan tour. <laughs> <laughs> He's traveling, man. He's on tour, baby. That's right. uh-huh. uh, we're going to call you, I guess, Tennessee-based uh, human Ch- person. <laughs> Chattanooga, man. He's from the Noog. That's what my card says. Previ- <laughs> previous Kalamazoo comedian. <laughs> Mr. Adam West is with us, everybody. Yeah, <sighs> yeah pause for applause. <laughs> Welcome, Adam. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Good, good. And good, uh, yeah, are you um, excited to be participating in this particular movie? You know, I, I actually have some very strong opinions about okay. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Very so. good. All right. Well, I was well, wondering who chose. Was this uh, just next on the plate or did I thought maybe Adam chose it? Um, Adam did not I, choose I did not it. Choose. Okay, no. fair enough. He's, yeah. he's sort of almost fell into it just based on his uh, fervor for our uh, poll that we had. Up. Oh, so we had scheduled another guest yep. who this movie was better suited for. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> were they a turtle or a ninja? <laughs> yes, they were both. A, yeah, teenager. They were both a ninja and a turtle. Um, 
and then they uh, had to drop out. They, ah. could, they could not follow through. Um, it was uh, somebody who deals with vintage uh, toys Ooh. and stuff. So I was like, hey, that would be great to have this person in because yeah. that right. my experience with the Ninja Turtles is all based around the action figures. It's all based around my childhood of playing with Ooh. toys. Okay. Well, then we got some things to talk about. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, but we had already had it scheduled. We had already put the poll up and people were already engaging in the poll. And right. I didn't want to just say like, eh, never mind, we're not doing that. And uh, Adam was one of the ones who was like pushing heavy for a particular turtle because yeah. the polls were like, what is who is your favorite oh, turtle? Okay. Uh, and we're like, hey, he's already coming up. We've got him scheduled to come on the show. Let's just do this movie since we already planned it. Some heavy and electioneering I was doing. Yeah. Oh, true. yeah. He was really. Uh, Are you Russia? <laughs> influencing things in many ways. I mean, and you were crying. in the sense that uh, that it, none of it mattered. I don't I don't think you're <laughs> it really worked at all. <laughs> Um, in fact, let me go back and I'll see if I can track down the results of that right. poll. So who are you, who are you pushing for Adam? So, um, not, not to, not to show my personal bias too much, uh-huh. but, uh, uh-huh. Donatello is clearly really? the most superior. And, yeah. He does machines. He does machines. That's true. He's the stick guy, right? Stick guy. Stick yeah. guy. Stick see, guy. I was, uh, Raphael. I was, Rafa- was like okay. the size was my favorite weapon. Size matters. Yeah. <laughs> size do matter. <laughs> Did you find the winners? My, no, I can't nope. get my goddamn phone uh, to work. That's how it always works, man. So it's weird that you, uh, you talked about the toys because I have in, in my hands here, uh, very what small. Are you uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pewter uh, Where figurines. did you get those? I've well, I collected comic books in high school, so I was a super nerd. Okay, so from like nineteen, I'll say eighty three through like eighty nine, I collected. Okay, and uh, I was super big into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I actually had the, the very nerd. yes, I yeah. had the very first issue. Oh yeah, and uh, so like the the black and white, the black and white stuff. No it, way. It, yeah, so I was so into it. So then, uh, the, in like back of one of the comic book. Uh, thing somewhere they had this like ad for these little figurines and I'm like I need to buy these things and I thought they were going to be much bigger than they are <laughs> yes they are <laughs> but, uh, well, like they're like a half, half an inch, inch tall yes. or something like that everybody but they were super cool and then on my way here well not on my way here but when I went home I'm just thinking about okay we're doing the turtles and I'm like oh my god I think I still have these figurines have you so I went and I found them not that I that you need to know the value of these but have you looked uh, up the value of these no, by chance I don't these were, I honestly don't want to know sure yeah because these were mail away <laughs> figures right yeah, so they, yeah. these weren't something you could just readily get yeah like, no that's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. well I, I will be looking these up when you're gone just I to find out well people are like well how much is the first comic book and I I, I do not have any of my comic books oh, anymore. Man. And so I know, I know, man. Trust me. <laughs> I know. And uh, well, how much would that be worth? I'm like, I don't, I don't want to know, man. It'll, it'll hurt my soul a whole lot. It'll hurt my soul. So. All right. I was able to find the uh, polls here real quick. So uh-huh. just as we're talking about that, I'm going to so say, well, we're going to go based on vote totals. So some okay. of these, it was set up with two uh, turtles, like yeah. eight, two votes, two ver- one versus two one. polls with two turtles. So some of these people probably voted twice, you know, one for each poll. Mm-hmm. But total votes got uh, received. Uh, we had Leonardo had 18 uh-huh. uh, votes. Michelangelo had 39 votes total. Oh, and then we had uh, Donatello with 26 oh, and Raphael with 16. Oh, my guy was last. Your guy was last. Ah, so these people don't know what they're doing. Clearly, Michelangelo, the party dude, 
He's the right. He's the post Malone of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, he, was, <laughs> he came out on top. I think it's right. just mostly because he, uh, you know, he just gets their pizza and uh, tries yeah. to make them have a good time. Dude. Yeah, I feel I got a feeling there's a lot of downtime as a Ninja Turtle. You know, I mean, right. it seems like you see it in the movie. You see a lot of yeah. them like just dancing and <laughs> they just visit a farmhouse. <laughs> skateboarding. Yeah, just skateboarding. Yeah, they yeah, visit yeah, a farmhouse yeah. for no reason and just kind of <laughs> hang out there for a while until yeah. they decide to come back. But uh, okay, so we always, uh, in fact, we've gone completely off the rails. If you've never watched this movie, if you've never seen <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, please stop what you're doing. Stop well, listening. You've done things wrong in your life. If go you've never seen find movie. the movie. Go go find it on Voodoo. Yeah, V U D U. Yep. Support Walmart. Yep. Uh, <laughs> mom and pop shops everywhere. Yep. And uh, watch this movie, and then come back and join us for the conversation. Uh. And, and you're back. They're back. <laughs> hey, hey. They're back. It's pretty good, wasn't it? I was yeah. trying to do that with you, man. I was That's trying okay. to play the role of Mandy. You, I failed. You can't. Failed. You can't fill Mandy's shoes. The best you can do is just sort of play along. See Container. Yeah. Uh, so now that everyone's watched the movie, we can all join in uh, and we ask every guest. Adam, how long had it been since you saw this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? You know, I'm having a hard time tracking down, but it's been at least 20 years, probably 25 mm-hmm. years. Sure. Before yeah. I, yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. Okay. It came out in 1990, right? Yeah. Uh, it's been 29 years. <laughs> yeah. So I, saw, I saw it in the theater. Yeah. And then that was it. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's had to, it's for me, it's got to be pushing 20, 25 years for yeah. me for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, not a movie that's in my like, you know, Rolodex of like go-to films or anything. Right. Um, but you know, it, it was a fun rewatch for me. It was kind I, of I knew it way more than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah I thought if it's I'd... darker than I remember in yeah. both, uh, both in light <laughs> source yeah, and filming. And, uh-huh. Yeah, everything was very difficult to see. I thought in this movie right. it was real. <laughs> I think but I mean, I guess what you're gonna get from the sewers but you know i think a lot of it was probably just trying to hide the puppetry yes yeah, i meant back yeah. in 1990 i'm sure that was like holy schmoly right sure, like yeah. all the the facial expressions and everything else and well, nowadays it was so all like jim henson i was right yeah. jim henson yeah, yeah. Yep. with uh, uh splinter yeah well with all i mean he put mm-hmm. together the the fucking animatronic googly eyes and shit the things that made the faces and vo- you know yeah. and mouths move and everything it was yeah. all jim henson productions and stuff so and uh i heard that the guy who does uh almo was uh was splinter he, he was was uh, he the, well, he uh was the voice of let splinter? me see here i think you are correct who I also this if, information uh kevin clash Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Who, if you remember, Splinter. was also part of some sort of crazy sex. Uh, yes, <laughs> with children. Sex scheme thing that he had going on. So, oh, he yeah. is no longer Elmo. Probably right. for good reason. So. <laughs> He's just doing Elmo. For sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I guess we should set this up a little bit. These are turtles who just happen to be in the sewers in New York. I Do, do New York, does New York have a lot of t- turtles? Like an, a, a rampant of... turtle problem or anything? Like I, Not that I've heard of, but you never know. Yeah. Seems so, like it would have been a rat king. Yeah. You'd think yeah. that would have, they would have skewed that way. Uh, not sure why turtles happen to be the focus, but. Uh, so turtles in a sewer uh, get some shit spilled on them. Some shit, yeah. Yeah, it's like glowing radioactive goop. Ooze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We find out later it's uh, the secret of the ooze or the mutagen right. ooze or whatever. Not <laughs> yeah. referred to specifically in this movie, but <laughs> if you follow their canon, you know it's pretty extensive. They gloss over it pretty quick. In this yeah, movie. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't need to know yeah. why or who. The or origin how. story was <laughs> sad. We don't care. They're teenage turtles. These now, are dumb whatever. fucking kids in the nineties. Who gives yeah. a shit? Right. right, right, right. Um, so yeah, then they turn into uh, bigger versions of turtles, I guess. Real cartoony, weird turtles that know how to uh, 
fight, I guess. Fight so. and talk like uh, surfer dudes. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna touch on that. Uh, based on character alone, like based on this movie, because clearly none of the the movie does not uh, pair with the cartoon at all. So Donatello is not, in fact, uh, d- machines. does machines no. at all in this movie. Um, and none of them are really specifically the party guy. They all seem to be the party guy. Yeah. They just all want pizza. Uh, was there anybody in the movie version that you enjoyed more so than the rest of the turtles? Or is it going to stick with uh, Donatello for you? I mean, just from the cartoon alone, I'm going to be Donatello Hard guy fast, forever. For sure. Yep. <laughs> the movie, I think Casey Jones actually outshines all okay. of the turtles. He's definitely as, more he, interesting. Yeah. He seems to be more... Uh, aggressive and gets more shit done than the turtles do even which apparently these turtles have had what 15 years 15 years of training like solid non-stop training and then casey jones is just like a sports guy they never really make it clear yeah Uh, some hobo yeah sport hobo (laughs) violent sport like a vagrant yeah Yeah. i just saw him as like a vigilante he he reminded me of like the punisher kind of like so much of teenage mutant Ninja turtles was ripped off from marvel comics sure yeah but that's what he reminded me they took the best pieces and sort of peppered them in and we're like this is ours now right all right we're stealing it (laughs) yeah um what about the accents were you a fan of you know i mean Raphael's the only like heavily new york yeah which i found to be really off-putting <laughs> they 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 grew up three feet from each yes. other but have very disparaging accents. vastly yes. different accents and they they sound in age different like they they all have a different like yeah i don't know if you can i mean people sound a certain age absolutely and Corey feldman sounds like he's like 13 or 14 yeah. mm-hmm. and everyone else sounds like a crusty ass old ninja turtle uh not a fan it was it was very yeah. <laughs> disorienting i mean i realized as when you have a movie and everyone is essentially a cookie cutter version of each other they do need to sound different i guess and in fact the movie's so goddamn dark that you couldn't tell who was the orange one and who was the red one half the time right so uh yeah i kind of i, I could have done with some better uh differentiating between uh, yeah. the two but I- I think the turtles were really the weak point of the movie. <laughs> so it would have been better without the solid turtles. villain. Yeah. Solid villain. Very uh, Shredder. Casey yeah, Jones yeah, was yeah. a nice vigilante. Yeah. Kind of swoops in, saves the day. April O'Neil. Yeah. Yep. Nice fuck energy between For April sure. and Casey. Yeah. yeah hot. Speaking of April, let's get a let's get the the opening line to this movie. This is quite long, but I did cut out all of the dead parts where it was just watching children, <laughs> fucking. Uh, Oliver twist their way through oh, the city yes. and stealing everything. Yeah. yeah, why is I in the sequence, why did they have to have so many hands? I just don't right. understand. For yeah. a one wallet that had ten bucks in it. Like once you get it to like C, like you go from A to B to then maybe C, you're safe. Like right. that is your wallet. Like that, there's nobody around you that's gonna think this is not your wallet that you're walking around with. You have to hand it off ten times yeah, for a single For sure. And then they take it off to like the Amazon uh, disbursement center for for <laughs> fucking thieves. All right, they just have a warehouse in the middle of New York City that's just uh, it's specifically devoted to all things uh, laundering stolen goods yeah. like, with video games, and, uh, <laughs> pool tables, for- pool tables, and skateboard park <laughs> cartons right. of cigarettes thrown around to right, children. Right. <laughs> what kind of cigarettes you got? Menthol. But make sure we stop vaping, guys. We got to yes. make sure no more vapes. No more cotton candy vape. Jesus Christ. But uh, okay, so here's April O'Neil explaining the scourge on the city. Much more than just a series of small, isolated incidents, it's now a.
the research I was doing, she apparently was a huge pain in the ass, <laughs> this woman. So I think a lot of it was like, we're okay with not having you back. Yeah. So then that was the woman who played April, you said? Yeah. Did they have Judith Hogue? Did April O'Neil show up in the rest of the movies also? Did they just replace? I think her? she was just replaced. Neat. I don't recall seeing any of the other. I mean, I know there was like the turtle rap right. and shit like that, but. Uh, yeah, I don't recall any of the other movies. In fact, there was go going... Go Ninja, go Ninja. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I do, for sure. Um, and then there was going to be a fourth movie, uh-huh. uh, but they just stopped production because the third one tanked so hard. They were like, fuck that. <laughs> I do have... Uh, there were a whole bunch of sequels, though. There yeah. was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja 2 in 1991. Mm-hmm. 3 came out in 1993. And then there was just teenage, uh, TMNT in 2007. Yes. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 2014. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows in 2016. Did you guys ever see the later versions of no. Turtles, the later iterations? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Where they were like weird, like clay balls with I, they what? Just real no. weird. What? Like they look they in this version they're very uh, they're like sculpted. They're like cartoony. Like right. they're yeah. they're they're fun and they're from the 90s or yeah. whatever. And then the later ones are just like goo like they're just like i don't know they, they don't have features really <laughs> was it cg yeah it was all cg like the huh. whole thing and it was just i don't know they were just like toad looking things like they were just crazy looking. sounds right? awful not a fan right. and i didn't clearly i didn't watch those movies because who the hell cares but i didn't uh, they made like millions though off of the, the reboots oh, of these yeah and i'm sure they did so yeah I'm i mean right i get on. it but I not not for me. Not a fan. Is that that's like the two thousands one? Yeah, like the the two thousand six okay. or seven. Seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I was not a fan because again, like I said, I, I enjoyed the comic book, and the comic book was was pretty violent. Yeah. Like people were yeah. getting their heads chopped off and stuff like that, and you're like, this is amazing because none of it made sense. Like this is <laughs> turtles and they're teenagers and their ninja master is a rat. Like this is all bizarre, and it was super violent. And yeah. I'm like, this is like, great. It was like satire of how violent things were. At the yeah. Time. Yes. Yes. And so um, when it became this weird cartoonish thing, I was like, ah, this is not. For which me. is strange oh. because the movie, like. Their actions were were violent in this movie, yes. but all of the dialogue was super cartoony. Like it was like they were trying to balance between those two things. I don't they, know. It's, they're say they're yelling puns at each other sure, when they're yeah. fighting. I'm like, what is going? They're smashing dudes with their turtle shells and stuff. I'm like, and now it's slapsticky, like a Three Stooges kind of thing. Right. Or something. Uh, here, I don't know if we need to hear any more of this, but here's the rest of that April clip, real quick. More alarming is the baffling and often. Nature. Yeah, we don't care. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever, April. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, I do... Oh, hold on. He's crying. There we go. Uh, I did want to hit this. They had a really nice title sequence with a crazy song, and we don't get those enough anymore. Uh, it was just that weird song, and then all of a sudden, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle logo came up across the screen for no reason, but it had this to back it, which was amazing. Now, this I remember, clearly. Like, yeah. this is inside the back of my brain somewhere. And we get this to go around a couple of times, and then we actually meet the turtles here. They just say their little weird catchphrases here in a second. It's very catchy. Yeah, for sure. You're welcome, everyone listening. Just it's driving like, to work. This is like <laughs> Devo or something. <laughs> and then Corey Feldman stands out completely in all of this. And they're all like... Uh, justice or whatever is back and i'm like you guys are just getting like it's not like you were gone away somewhere like you right. <laughs> like this is you like yeah. you guys took this over <laughs> good timing i guess it was weird but no 
It's a great reference for children. Sure. Right. Chevy Nova. <laughs> and like they learn, they must have just learned all of their references from the streets, I guess, just I guess. from like yeah. hanging out under manhole covers and just trying to hear Eating what pizza. people are saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have skipped one pizza and got like a television <laughs> right. for sure maybe a book or two <laughs> some dictionaries or something, something. A, a thesaurus i guess they, they didn't need the thesaurus they were going through every iteration of just great i guess that was all they focused on they were just trying to stay positive splinter was really really into the whole positive vibes thing i think but it was weird to me how he just kept talking about i'm gonna die soon <laughs> you guys gonna have to take i'm 15 why are you telling me this stop it you're going to be an orphan soon <laughs> like, oh, oh god damn thanks dude. what and we got a deep cut into splinter's origin story twice yeah right. <laughs> like, yeah yeah he told uh the turtles which they are all about his backstory and then Danny comes into play, and we've got to get deeper into it with Danny too. Uh, Danny didn't ask. So deep. He didn't care. Right. He doesn't care why you are fifteen year old with his own problems. Yeah. I'm a redhead. I've got no soul. Right. He's got two shirts. He's got to do some laundry, man. Like get this over with. Fuck this. Street cred, man. Um, should we meet Splinter? You guys want to hear yeah, Splinter? Please. Here we go. We fought well. Were you seen? <laughs> Smoke another one, oh, Jesus Christ! That doesn't sound like Elmo. Even though would be our allies, would not understand. Our domain is the shadow. I love that he, ta- he calls him a failure here in a minute. It, was just, it gets real harsh with him. Do you think in this day and age that people would call it like racism on this? Oh, that, yes. sure. that a black oh, man is doing the voice of an Asian rat? <laughs> racism! You couldn't get a real Asian rat to do this part? Come on. Right, right. Come on. <laughs> no, you want to... I'll, I'll give you the uh, the real racist part of this movie. Oh, that is right here. We've been waiting for you, Miss O'Neill. <laughs> Miss O'Neill? Am I behind on my Sony payments again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, right, I love yes. that. Yeah, that stuck out. Like, behind on my Sony payments again. <laughs> Zing. Okay, what the hell are Sony payments on. anyway? And then the message he's supposed to give her is the greatest message of all time. Oh, yes. I deliver a message. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He just slaps her. Shut it! Shut it! <laughs> yes. Like, uh, so I married an axe murderer. Did you ever, you ever see that? <laughs> Me! Shut it! All right. Oh, that's great. That scene takes place on a subway station in New York City in the middle of the day, and there's no other people right. at all. Yeah. None of it made yeah. any sense at all. It was a holiday or something. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Just, Jesus Christ. I mean, you know those times in the day in New York when nobody's You, know, nobody's you always try to schedule all your public. meetings. Yeah. Yeah, you try to always schedule your meetings in the subway during the day. Like 12 like, to 12 Yeah, like 12 to 30, right. Everybody's right. at lunch. A lot, of, a lot of privacy. Yeah, no one's, mm-hmm. no one's traveling at that time. Right. That's, yeah. So, of course, then a giant turtle can come and scoop you up and then take you into, into the sewers. The sewers, with right. them, where they live in right. these open caverns in the sewers. Uh, <laughs> 
That's one of my favorite parts of the movie is when uh, they come back from the farm and they're like, Casey's excited about their new house. I just love that oh, that's yeah. a portion yeah. of this movie that you can say, we've already talked about all of this. And then you're like, my favorite part is when they come back from the farm. Like, where what are farm? we? What are we doing here? This is towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Right. But anyhow, go ahead. Um, <laughs> and he finally realizes that they live in the sewer. Yes. They yeah. live in a mm-hmm. shitty New York full of poop sewer poop. constantly trudging around in, in dirty water yes, yes. <laughs> they don't even right. hide that fact but before we get down there casey jones has to be really clear about something so let's give this a listen here just let me stay here the night with you we can call in the morning i promise danny listen oh, hold, hold on hold, hold it hold okay now what is all this talk about spending the night down here mm, you're a claustrophobic <laughs> you want a fist in the mouth Mm-mm. I've never even looked at another guy before. What he Mm-mm. means is that you're afraid of enclosed areas. I've never even looked at another guy before. <laughs> right. He somehow thinks claustrophobic is gay. It like is it's, homophobic. it's another right. word for gay. And even if he thought it was homophobic, that's that would be more in line with what he really. He clearly misunderstands every possible <laughs> yeah. thing he could have been meaning at that point. Casey so, ain't bright. <laughs> He's got CTE probably for all those hits in hockey. <laughs> no. I mean, it was a pretty high-end term, though. I don't, I don't know if anybody really used claustrophobic back in the 90s. So. <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ, Surprised the turtles knew it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we also have the pizza tip guy. Hmm. Uh, or the, uh, the pizza delivery the guy. Delivery guy. Delivery guy. Yeah. Uh, and I thought this was funny, too, just because they were like trying to pull one over on... what is it Domino's that was Domino's. delivery? Yeah, yeah, Domino's the, delivery. Domino's must have really got some money in this movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. One twenty-two, one twenty-two, and an eight. One twenty-two and an eight. I don't know if you have this as a fun Where fact. Is Do you have anything about this guy? Yes. yes. Okay. He, uh, the delivery guy, was also the voice of Michelangelo. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Which I believe he's talking to. Or was he the voice or was he the guy? Like he, inside. He was the voice. Okay. So is he talking to himself right now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Give me that. Hey, this is a 10. The tab's 13. You're two minutes late, dude. Ah, come on. I couldn't find a place. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. You're going to take anything away from this movie. I got to get a new route. I thought I'd deliver it (laughs) everywhere. Um, So that was a thing, right? Domino's had the 30 minutes or less. Right. Uh, and, or it was, I think originally it was either half off or free. Yeah, my remembrance is free. Free. And then they uh, changed that. Because uh, that's absurd. Right. To uh, Because people were dying. Like there were, there were two different <laughs> delivery drivers that were trying to make it to a, a home that got in fatal accidents and people sued Domino's Pizza for like millions of dollars. And they adjusted their policy to three dollars off if okay. it's not with it, which is so makes sense accurate. for yeah, okay. right for this for this particular part here. All right, I take it back. I was wrong. He actually did play Michelangelo. He wasn't the voice. Okay, he was the person. He was the person. The person so they the let person. this yes. this guy who was yes. normally just a body actor, right? Get the, okay, that's what and I, I thought. I had read that. Uh, I knew he was some. In fact, I think all four of the the people inside the suits got. Parts yep. Inside the movie the, somewhere. Yeah. The guy who uh let's see, Joe Joe P- 
Josh Pice, P-A-I-S, Pice. <laughs> he was the voice of Raphael. It's just like having Mandy here. She can't, <laughs> she can't Listen, pronounce I'm, people's names either. I'm doing my best impression. Uh, he was the voice of Raphael, and he was also the cab passenger. Oh. So he was like, what was that? And so he was the He's voice. like, you're on your way to the airport, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just don't give a shit. Yeah. He was like, right. I think yeah, it, was whatever. A, it was a giant turtle in a coat. So uh, here we go. And then uh, one of the other guys played, uh, he was just like a thug. Yeah. Uh, who did play the voice of Michelangelo? I thought this was funny. His name is Robbie Wrist. Oliver. He was cousin. Oh Oliver. my god! Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it is wild, right? So he. Because nice. I'm looking at, I see the picture of him when I was doing the research. I'm yeah, like, I know that dude for some reason. Does he still have that same? Kind of the same, but it's like long. And the picture he had was just like long. And I'm like, that guy's homeless. And I'm like, oh, they, they, Okay. Oh, yeah. Moose and squirrel. Okay. <laughs> hey, all right. Moose and well, squirrel. Moose and squirrel. <laughs> well, well, okay. What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> all right. About, that's all I can do. All right. Now I'm going to force you guys mono, oh, if you could, because wow. we have a, a string of Ray Romanos going on on the sh- on the episodes here. What, what, was really? what was his wife's name on that show? Uh, Deborah. Deborah. Yeah. Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. It's possible I didn't watch that show very sure. much. I never really watched that show either, man. I don't know if I could do it. What that. happens is we usually get someone who's trying to do an impression of somebody in a movie, and then it just comes out as Ray Romano. <laughs> so we'll just tell him, like, just use that. Like, it, it can just be Ray Romano. I'm just thinking now of, like, Corky Romano. That's, <laughs> That's not a good thing. No, no uh, one should think of Corky. We, we had a, a couple different walk-in impressions that, that turned uh-huh. into uh, Ray Romano. So. <laughs> So yeah, greatest, greatest of all time. Nailed it. Might want to think about bringing that back for uh, the next uh, stage performance. So, greatest of all time, and uh, I guess I mean, uh, should we do like uh, cameos? Do you have anything for that sort of stuff? Did anybody stand out as a cameo? Uh, I mean, no, not really. I mean, I um, I mean, there were some. Like Sam Rockwell yes, was in the Sam movie. Sam Rockwell was he a kind of, great. Yeah, yeah played great like the head thug of the kids. Yep. Uh, and so I think this was kind of like his first real bigger role. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, have like a lot of ages of all these people. He was very young so. in this site. He, he was. Be, yep. But. Yep. He was pretty young. All right. We can dip into that right right now if you want to do the. You want to do the ages? Sure. Let's okay. do a little game right. here. We're uh, doing things a little out of order, but we don't care. We can make it happen. Um, and then after this, we'll probably take our uh, take a break. So Alrighty. let's do the uh, ages here real quick. So, of course, we have to have the theme song along it's with every song, fucking man. game that we do. So here is this. Mandy hates it. How old are you? It's too long. Way too long. <laughs> yes, it is too long. Man. Why don't you edit this then? Yeah. Uh, this it's, I mean, it's only like 30 gonna, seconds. It's but, too long. Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I had all of these. I, I had all these in mind, and I was like, I have to have them in this theme song. Will you still need me? Could have done that one. Me when just like I'm a, 16 it's just every song you can think that of man, with a number yeah, right. that mentioned an age or number. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, uh, let's let's start off. I got a whole bunch of these. But we already just talked about Sam Rockwell. Yeah. So uh, he was the head thug, kind of his first real big role. Uh, how old do you think Mr. Rockwell was? I'll let you. Kick it off here. I'm going to, so, came off as a teenager, just because, I'm going to say 18 is my guess. All right. I would say he was pushing probably 
let's say 20. He was 22. Oh my God. Nice. He's a young looking 22. Yeah. Yes. I, what, what's your favorite Sam Rockwell movie? Can you guys oh think of one? I couldn't even point couldn't one out to you at this point. But I know him. I know I've seen him in movies. I would right. be fancy and say like Moon, but mm. honestly, it's uh, that's probably the Iron Man movie, whatever Iron Man movie he was in. Oh, okay. that was Iron Man 2. Yeah, 2. Which. <laughs> I was watching it. A Another plug bit for Voodoo. Yeah. Pl- Voodoo's the shit. Uh, my this episode movie, sponsored by, by Voodoo. Voodoo. <laughs> I really loved. Uh, did you guys see the three billboards outside of uh, oh, Epic yeah. Coos? That's my favorite part. I loved it. I loved it. it was so, whenever a chick gets kicked in the coos, you're like, oh, this is a good movie. Right in the this slot is a good movie. <laughs> right in the slot machine. That's why you like uh, Letterkenny so much. Yeah, right? there's plenty of that going on. Oh, in there. It's the best. <laughs> Uh, well, we already mentioned that Corey Feldman is, is in this. Donatello, how old do you think Corey Feldman was? And this was in like the middle of Corey Feldman era, I, I imagine. Like he was doing the two uh, Corys. Yeah. yeah, he was in the middle of the two Corys fad. He had already done. Yeah, I don't know. He was probably like fallen off. Like he was probably. On I the think tail this end was of, kind of. Yeah. And yeah. it's so unique i feel like there was definitely some legs to that part of his career that i just he, don't he did do a lot of other voice work yeah. after this so i i guess yeah maybe i'm just not as familiar with that portion of his uh it's singing his work, late but, era singing career yeah that mm-hmm. i'm sure yeah that i'm <laughs> i'm definitely back into on that I've, I've seen him in concert three times no, that's not true, <laughs> it's not true. i follow at his, the mall yeah for sure <laughs> Corey's angels that's right um, uh i don't know let's say he was Let's say he was 18. Okay. Yes, yeah. All right. Let's see. Adam. 1990. 1990. I'm going to say 17 years old. You guys are both close. He was 19. Okay. 19 years old. Corey Feldman. There you go. He's still alive. Who would have thought of the two Corys? <laughs> sure. He'd yeah. be the one still alive. Yeah. Uh, we talked He's about- holding on to those Hollywood secrets, man. That'll keep you alive. <laughs> <laughs> he, all the people who molested him. That's true. Uh, we talked <laughs> he about- He takes a portion of their soul every time they <laughs> molest him. That's how he yeah. remains. He's going to live a thousand years old then. <laughs> Robbie Rist. We mentioned him. He was the voice of Michelangelo. How old do you think Robbie Rist was? <laughs> and we're in basing this specifically on the man's voice. So well, I, don't I, really figured, know. I figured them. I mean, well, because if you think about it, there's not too many other people. Sure. Really, yeah. that's why I was like, ah, oh, what do I go with here? I do want to say just because we're talking about uh, people based on their like not having seen them, the people that you do get to see, uh, one of which being um, Casey Jones. Yep. I thought that Casey Jones was that guy from. Um, Fucking one of those like uh, CSI shows. Yes, like Chris Malone, Maloney. Maloney. Yes, yeah. I I oh, was that, certain uh, that's Law and Order. Uh, yes, SVU. there you go. Oh. Certain that that Casey Jones was that same guy looks for like, decades. Huh. Yeah, looks just like yeah. Really? If you look him, if, if you find pictures of both of those men and put them together, if you like, saw, if you just saw him now, you'd be like, oh no, <laughs> sure, <laughs> completely wrong. Uh, but like when he showed up in like uh, Wet Hot American Summer, and uh, so I was like, that's the guy. Like he's in uh, these kind of campy, hokey movies, but then he's also in fucking whatever teenage Turtles. CSI <laughs> Robbie Rist and then we'll get to Casey Jones sure okay uh, Robbie Rist would have been around 40 okay <laughs> yeah um, I mean this is clearly a shot in the dark but we're mm-hmm. gonna say 31 see this stunned me too in 1990 Robbie Rist was only 26 okay how does that it's work? weird right yeah because yeah, oh. I mean uh, he was probably like five when he was on the Brady Bunch yeah that's right it was uh, see I have no reference for that like I don't really? know who uh, I mean I've seen the Brady Bunch yeah. clearly but like I did not know who the cousin, cousin Oliver was yeah, no, not that, at all. that was when they uh, jumped the shark yes. they brought in the new cute kid yes. oh, okay. five, yeah. so uh, real what, dark. what was it uh, was it Trey 
they brought in for uh, the Fresh Prince, the little like there was a little kid they brought in probably, for, and then Family Matters had the little uh-huh. boy that they brought into. Different that always happens. For, did that? Yeah. Uh, any Another sitcom. old reference you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! Me and Bill Morrison are the only That's ones. True. <laughs> Shout out to Bill. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go. Casey Jones. His real name was Elias. Codius? Codius? K O T E A S? Coats? Coties? Yep. Coties. All those. You probably would have uh, answered to any of them. How <laughs> old do you think Elias was? Alias. Casey Jones. Elias Coteus. I think it's Coteus. Oh, sure. Right. Well, I will allow it. <laughs> yeah, he would prefer it, I bet. <laughs> Sounds fancy. Yes. I don't know. He's He's got that old face, but a young body. It's kind of. He was kind of ripped, a little <laughs> shredded. Yeah, real. Yeah. Here, do you want to? This dude's doing CrossFit. That was a crime, you purse scrubbing pukes. And this is uh, the penalty. This is right Two after he beat up slashing. teenagers. Right. Two minutes for hooking, four high stick. And then we get uh, tough talk. Five minute game misconduct for roughing, pal. Hey, bogey. Now, who died and made you referee? You did your job. Now get out of here and let me do mine. These JV low life need to be taught a lesson. Not like that, they don't. Not from you. you. Not from you. Not from you. It looks like you're the one who used to be taught a lesson, pal. Class is Pain 101. Pain 101. Instructor's Casey Jones. Instructor's Casey Jones. I don't want to fight you. Well, tough rocks, pal. Tough rocks. Kick rocks. Kick rocks, pal. Say can say go back. Tell me. You didn't pay money for that. Them's fighting words, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one says anything about Jose. That's true. <laughs> My name is Jose. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They call me Mark. <laughs> I always just admit, I go straight to liar, liar when he's all, I'm Jose Canseco. And they're dragging him out of the courtroom. That's great. I'm going to guess Elias was 28 when he made this movie. Right. I'm going to guess he was a ripe old 32 year old man. Oh. Kind of right in the middle. Yeah. He was. He's a Canadian actor and really hasn't done shit. Okay. So I looked. I was like, what has this guy been in? I want to do two more. Two more quick ones. Sure. Uh, Judith Hogue, April O'Neil. How old do you think she was? She's pretty foxy in this movie. Sure. Um, I want to see if I have any more. 29. Okay. Yeah, I would say she's probably in that range out that way. I'll just say 30 mm-hmm. just for... She was 22. No shit. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. I, I thought she looked a lot older. Yeah, yeah, I was very did, surprised by that. She looked really rough back then. She's yeah. been... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> road hard. My, my, uh, my daughter did like come into the room while I was watching this at one mm. point and she did... She's like, she's really pretty and mm. I was like, all right, whatever and then she just kind of left because who cares? Like she had no no <laughs> care in the world dash. for this fucking stupid ass movie. You but. shoot her away. You don't, you don't need this shit <laughs> yeah, in your brain right. to go away. <laughs> She was uh, recently seen in the uh, TV show Nashville, and she did have a scene that was cut out of, uh, she was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last one, out of the shadows, oh, Okay, and that was cut out of the movie. They're like, fuck you, Judy. You're out. You're a pain <laughs> in the ass. Her, nom de plu- her name has recently resurfaced again in uh, porn. So that's, What? Yeah, there's an April O'Neil uh, porn star. Oh, April O'Neil. Oh, okay. I, th- yeah. I thought you were no, talking like her. Judith Hope. Judith, no. <laughs> like Judith Hope. So, you know, she's just trying to keep the name alive. You yeah. know, really, really giving something. Do what you need to do. To those uh, 90s kids that needed some, you know, trying to hang on to their past. Okay. L- last one. <laughs> Stop by on <laughs> Pornhub and dip dip back into your childhood. What, what are your two, two favorite things? Porno and nostalgia. <laughs> Mix those yeah, two for me. True. All right. This is the last one. I, I picked this one because of uh, his, his story. Uh, he was the voice of Leonardo, Brian Tochi. 
Okay. Tochi. T O C H I. Tochi. 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 Touchy. Touchy. <laughs> and I know you can't. Don't talk to him. He's, you can't necessarily tell uh, how old he is by the voice, but I'll tell you, he was in the movies Revenge of the Nerd. Okay. And he was in the Police Academy movies. Oh. Was he like a prominent role in yeah, either was, of those movies? What? Yes, sir. What was he? You know the oh, name? Oh, man. Now you're going to make. I didn't, I didn't no, write that okay. stuff down. But yeah, <laughs> when I saw the picture, he, yeah, I was oh, like, okay. oh, I remember this guy and I remember this guy. So huh. the character. Right. So yeah, so uh, that, that can help you with the age, maybe. Sure. So yeah. he was in those movies. I would, it's got to be, I mean, he had to be an established person at that point then. He probably wasn't a young kid. I'm going to say he was like 36. 36. Um, 34. He was 31, everybody. Okay. 31. Hey. But I was amazed when I saw, like, oh, this guy was in all these cool movies. Yeah. So, I don't know. And has he been in anything since? Ah, uh, no, not really. I mean, if he had been, I would have put it in there. But yeah, no. He, he peaked. Cocaine. That's right. <laughs> porn. Yeah, for sure. He was with an April he switched O'Neil. gears. Yeah, he switched gears. April O'Neil porn. porn now. So. All those Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> porn that they, right. they're starting to push out. Revenge of the Turtle. <laughs> like, ah, oh, God, what is this about? That is an awful name for a porn. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, turtle's poking out. <laughs> Revenge of the Turtle. All right. Good Lord. All Are right. we going to take a break? Or yeah, uh, so let's right. do that. But before we take our break, we have to do <gasps> our second activity with oh, the guests. Oh, you know this one. Which also has a theme song. This theme song comes straight to us from Mr. Bob Fredericks, three-time guest, yeah. who has now been left in the dust at this point. Whoop, whoop. Um, we've got... Bye-bye, who else, Where are we at now? We've got Pat Sievert, who's basically three and a half uh-huh. uh, appearances on the show. Mm. Uh, Stu McAllister now, uh, number four. Four-timer. One time as a guest host, which I can seriously doubt that's going to happen very often. So I wouldn't think. You're probably pretty safe in that... Right. Uh, in that Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's true. Yeah! Well, maybe Mom. maybe you have to retire your jersey now, though. You're right. just never back again. That's, that's you done. Made, made it to done. the top, and now you're done. Um, yes. Uh, so this theme song, of course, came from Mr. Bob Fredericks, who we know and love. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Chop this synopsis. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Really brings it home at the end there. I love it. Did you pitch correct him? Because he's he's kind of on point. No, yeah, that was all him. In fact, he gave me, I think he had probably four or five versions. Those were all essentially four. That was three different takes, basically. Okay. When he gave them to me, he was like, just use one of these. And I was like, no. Using all of them? I'm going to string these all together. I'm notorious for super long (laughs) themes. true. (laughs) I was like, I need to string these all together. Will you still need me (laughs) when I'm 64? Boom, boom. All right. Um... And I want to put I wanted to put a beat behind it, like always. Like I feel like it sure. needs something. Yeah. And Bob has now promised me since he has set up uh Blanket Fort yeah, Studios Fort. that he is going to remix and redo this theme song. So I'm pretty excited to see what he's gonna have to offer. Uh but you know, he's a busy man. He's got a new kid. He's got a kid got, and stuff. He's got a new podcast going out now too, so he's got things to run and shows. Take care of. But, so what we need from you. Uh, in in the time of the break here, so you'll have plenty of time to figure this out. We need a uh, it's called Shop the Synopsis because we want you to take the synopsis of this movie, which if you Google it or look it up or look at the back of the DVD, it's just too long. It's just paragraphs about turtles and ooze and ninjas and who cares, right? Like none of that matters. We want something short and concise that somebody in the Netflix generation would look at, click on and watch this movie. So if you can give us the synopsis of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 10 words or less. Uh, when we come back from the break, that would be tremendous. I'm going to tell you, you probably ought to shy away from using the title 
because there goes a bunch of your words <laughs> right, right. right away. Forty gone. Forty percent gone. So uh, we'll get that right uh, when we come back. And uh, in the meantime, we'll be right back after these messages. Retropop Gaming Expo is Grand Rapids' very own gaming convention celebrating everything video games and nerd culture. This event is free to attend and will feature dozens of vendors selling thousands of video games. All of your favorite games from NES, Super Nintendo, N64, Sega Genesis, Xbox, and PlayStation 1 through 4. If it plays games, you'll find it here. Check out the free arcade and pinball section. Experience gaming in its original social setting. We'll also have toys from your childhood, video game tournaments, giveaways, tabletop gaming, cosplay, and so much more. Saturday, November 30th from 9 to 3 at 3534 Lake Eastbrook Boulevard in Grand Rapids, right next to the Orbit Room. Find us on Facebook at Retropop Gaming Expo! Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast. So can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. Uh, go do whatever those ads said to do. We finally got a new ad from, what? from uh, the guys at uh, This Better Be Good. So... That's something oh. something new for you guys to listen to. And I gotta make a new yeah, one. Yeah, I was now. gonna say, Stu, while you're here with me at the end of this, we'll I'll just hit record and let you just talk about your podcast for thirty seconds and then yeah. we'll get a new promo out of you. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Except you can't say shit based on your most recent oh, episode. Right. I can't right? swear. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a one episode thing, right? Pro- well, yeah. we'll I ho- see. I we'll hope find so. out tomorrow. <laughs> People are like, we love it more when you swear. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, like, I missed right, it for yeah, sure. Yeah, Because right. uh, it doesn't matter if it, that Jamie doesn't swear if you don't swear also. That's the... Right. Yeah, there's no... We need to get her to swear. That's true. You need to flip the scales <laughs> all together. Switch, but, for sure. All right. So this is going to bring us to the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. So, Adam, if you would, please uh, recite your 10-word or less synopsis of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Uh, Four sewer residents and a violent hobo beat up teenage boys. <laughs> yes, I would watch I that. Would violent, sure. you, you had me with violent hobo. <laughs> yeah, I would for sure watch that movie. Yeah, we don't know where Casey Jones lives, right? Does he not no. exist? The the only reference he's you really get, off the grid. I think at one point Raphael ends up on a the roof of a building, mm-hmm. and he happens to be hanging out with yes. binoculars right. on a, a similar building. He's yeah. just peeping. He's just peeping. <laughs> probably on the adjacent building. Well, we we come to uh, assume that he is the a vigilante mm-hmm. trying to take justice into his own hands in the city during this like rampant run of, of teenage vagrant assholes. So he's probably out there doing his like superhero stance, just waiting for bad shit to go down so right. he can try to get there. But he you would hope. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just literally peeping on whoever happens to be on the Peeper. adjacent the adjacent rooftops. Um, and uh, he does eventually from that scene, he goes over to like 
assist, right? Because he sees him getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah. Right. But it must have taken him, because he was like several buildings away. It took forever. Forever. So he had to go down his own building across, basically across town, right. like several blocks away. Right. So he almost yeah. missed the fight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this Came fight's over, Casey. Very late. <laughs> I was also very concerned when I first saw April's apartment over just the sheer amount of windows that were hallway facing to her apartment. All right. I'm like, why is this building set up this way at all? Like, there's so many ways to get into your house, which came into play later when they just threw him through all of her front door windows. And right. Like, this is a shady area to begin with. Over the, I, I was confused what the store thing was under her apartment. It was Weird her dad's. Antique shop or something? It was her dad's joy or love or whatever mm-hmm. had the store, and she only keeps it open because of him, and she loses money on it. Like, she mentioned, it's kind of dumb for me to lose money on this store just because I love my dad. And then the turtles were like, nah, we get it. Like, because yeah. they're it. trying to get like, Splinter back at the time. So, except kinda... New York real estate is so fucking expensive. <laughs> right. She's like on this like predominant corner lot thing here in the Yeah, that she could have sold that for a huge bank. Yeah. yeah. Millionaire. And of course, she also owns a farmhouse in the country that somebody is paying She's taxes. pretty rich for a 22 year old. Yeah, she's a weird trust fund, baby. Yes, I didn't for sure. think about this aspect in April. Yeah, somebody's paying at least the property taxes on this on this vacant farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, she's got some cash laying around. She really could have been better off. I don't know why she was driving that shitty Volkswagen van that Casey Jones had to try to... He was... He's the best at everything, apparently. Yeah. He's just... I'm your guy. Yeah, I, I would have sex with Casey yeah, for Jones. Sure. He's the greatest. Yeah, he's I'll fix my house. <laughs> That's why, though. That's right. Not because he's sexy in any way. It's just I would I want to have sex with him because I need my house fixed. That's right. All right. Uh, let's do something here. Uh, box office? Or, uh, yeah. You want to do, do that? Do the box office? All right. Yeah. Uh, Which does not have a theme song. We need. We really should get oh, one. Dang. Box office theme song! <laughs> uh, how much money do you think, Adam, since uh, Matt already saw this information, yeah. do you think this film made in 1990? 1990. So this did um, big business in 1990. But yes, was... it came out March 30th, 1990. I'm going to say that the box office was... This is. Are you asking him how much it made? Yes. Okay. Do you know how much it cost to make? I do know that as let's, well. Let's start there. Oh, okay. You want yeah, to start with that? What do you think the budget was yeah. for this movie? Uh, I'm going to say it cost seventeen million dollars. Seventeen to make this movie. million dollars. <laughs> you actually were really close. Uh, it was thirteen point five okay. million dollars. If I had to have, if I didn't already watch this, mm. so I. Knowing Mandy wasn't going to be here, I thought I was just going to be solo on my own. I didn't realize Stu was going to be here to fill in. So I started looking up some more of this info. Uh, But if I hadn't watched a video on like how this was made or whatever, I would have been way over budget. I would have thought this movie cost like, you know. Twenty, thirty thousand, or thirty million dollars to make. Just, just all the special effects yeah, and everything. Right. Just the turtles themselves. Right. And it's not, it's all like practical effects, but it's all like fucking motorized faces and everything right. else. Like there's and there's four of everything, yeah. and there's just so many actors. You've got to pay all of the physical body actors as well as all of the voice, the voice actors. actors. And it's just so much shit going on. Yeah, well, Feldman's we'll get, not cheap. Right. I wouldn't have thought at that time, yeah. Well, I got some information about Feldman, okay. but uh, let's figure out how much they it made. Yeah. How much okay. money do you think it made? I'm going to guess that it grossed $40 million. Mm, Matt, you already know what you said? I, yeah, I, roughly. I already it know. It yeah. made... 135 million in North Holy America. Shit. Yes. And then worldwide, 200, 200 million. Yeah. 200 million. Two, uh, it was the ninth highest grossing film of the year. 
Do you know oh, any wow. of the others on that list? Nah, at all? I didn't. I didn't say, I, we never say yeah. that, but I was just curious if yeah. you happened to do. No, that. I didn't look. Um, I didn't look. And I, I had heard that it was the highest grossing uh, independent film. Yeah, independent film it was. Ever at, at that time, time yes. as of 1990. That's crazy, right? That's really yeah. crazy. Who knew? I mean, and hence, that's why it spawned like seven yeah, uh, sequels. Sure. Or you have to. When a movie brings in that much of a return, it's it was stupid to not make yeah. a sequel at that point. Especially during the 90s, they were pumping out sequels like crazy just uh. to try to make as much cash grab as they could. They made a Crocodile Dundee (laughs) 2. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Uh, Did you happen to... uh, That's not a sequel. This is a sequel. (laughs) Call that a sequel. Right. (laughs) I see you played sequels before. Um, Speaking of bad impressions, (laughs) Knivesy Spoonsy. (laughs) Um, uh, What was I going to say? Oh, did you happen to, in your research, find out uh, that this almost didn't get made? This movie was not. Oh, no. It was on the docket for just not getting. They couldn't find. Oh, yes. It got shipped around so much, and everybody was saying no, and that's why they did it. Did you see why it it got shopped around so much? Uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, Masters of the Universe had just come out and just died. Like, it it was a box office shithole. Right. Well, let's blame that on Dolph. Sure. (laughs) Dolph was awful. But everyone saw this movie as kind of a kids version of that you know sort of thing and they were just thinking it was going to ban uh was going to die it was just not going to make them their money back that makes sense and they shopped it around until they found uh new line cinema who picked it up and new line has has at or at the time was doing like the freddy krueger movies and a couple of other that became huge franchises for them um but at the time this was kind of a stretch for them and it turned out to be clearly a a, a big win because big big stretch good stretch yeah for sure it was a stretch again yeah. Uh, you guys talking about Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much money do you think he was paid to do the voice I love in the these. movie? I love these because I can never find them. Like every time I look for, not like for the movies that we do, but like it, on occasion I'll be curious about a movie I'm just watching in real life. And it, you, it's very hard to find the how much an actor is made or has made from a movie so right these are fun for me i do not know the answer no. to this, so voice only yeah that voice kinda, only kind of alters the right no and, acting we never saw Corey in the credits he's listed so they go through the whole credits they do all the voice actor credits and they do all of the physical actor credits and then at the very bottom of that first rush of of credits it says and Corey feldman as donatello so he got Oh, the yeah. bump of the and credit, funny, you know, funny, which was awesome. I'm sure he was like the, the 19 year old. <laughs> yeah, it's the huge push. He was digging that. I'm sure. Man. Yeah, was, put all that money in cocaine. Then, so. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put right. that and money in cocaine. That's right. what he means. Yeah. Oh, shit. Out of, oh, what was the budget again? It was uh, it was, was 13.5 million. OK, million dollars. Let's say five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, I would think it's got to be somewhere near that. 000. Yeah. Uh, Corey Feldman said he was offered only fifteen hundred dollars. Fuck off. To do voice no. for the film, and Corey accepted. No shit. Believing With the, the producers. Well, no. Believing the producers who told him that this was only a small, low-budget independent uh. film, hoping that it would have moderate success on VHS if they were lucky. The movie ended up making millions of dollars at the box office. Wow, that's so rough, he kind of got screwed. But I, I don't know. I guess I should have researched this more. Did he do the voice? I don't in, know. In subsequent movies? I didn't, I I didn't research that. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't you should have. Yeah, <laughs> right? you should have. But they're like, sorry, Corey, you're out. We'll get some other <laughs> schmoo to do it for fifteen hundred. How the fuck did they give him? And then they gave him that extra billing too. That's so bizarre uh, that yeah. they would. He was but, on the way down. I think at it, night set on the way down at nineteen. Yeah. It's over, baby. It was similar to though. We just did the movie uh, Friday. We just covered Friday, yeah. and we found out that uh, a majority of the cast for Friday made like five grand. And that was it. Are you serious? For the whole fucking movie. And nothing on the back end. Yeah, nothing uh-huh. on the back end. And the movies ended up making just huge piles of money. Yeah. Um, the, I need to be a the, movie the, producer. The dad, who who plays the dad in Friday. John Witherspoon? Yes, yeah. And he ended mm-hmm. up coming back for the second movie right. and, and then the subsequent sequels thereafter. Right. Uh, so he clearly had that sort of pitching power to be like, now give me my money. Like, here's where my money comes in. Right. And he was at, he ended up getting like five grand for the first one and like $250,000 for the second sure. and, and so on. So like... But like to not get that from the beginning is fucking rough, man. You would, you would think most actors in this day and age would be like, "All right, man, I'll I'll take it cheap, but you're going to give me stuff on the back end, yeah, I'm for get sure, ten percent or whatever it is. That's how I'll make up my money. Yeah, if this thing finds eventually. some legs and people yeah. try to come out and watch this, yeah, we're yeah. going to make some money eventually. That's crazy. Uh, let's go into uh, who are up for the role. Let's yeah. do uh, up for the role of April O'Neill. There are plenty of uh, actresses who are up. Uh, Jennifer Beals. Marissa Tomei, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Melanie Griffith, Sean Young, Lorraine Bracco, Winona Ryder, and Brooke Shields were all considered for the role of uh, April O'Neil. I immediately stopped listening after you said Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah, because he's stuck on my I was just wanting that to still. (laughs) Yes. Even even now, I want that to be the case. Sure. She's the greatest of all time. Marissa Tomei has gotten more attractive every year (laughs) since I saw her in My Cousin Vinny. Like, there's never... She's... Vinny came out in 91, right? Somewhere in that early, yeah. So this would have been like right before she won. And she that was her Oscar. first big push too. Like that was her like debut role in this movie and then she got the Oscar for it. Um Stu's dying. I'm dying. <laughs> if you need more <laughs> If you need more water, there is more in the fridge. So. Stop stop thinking about Marissa There's Tomei. No yeah. More water. Yeah. Usually when I think about Marissa Tomei, everything gets more wet. I don't know. Yeah. What hey. Um Yeah, and uh yeah, she's the greatest of all time. What about yes. now? Like if you were, and I'm not saying now the new Turtles, <laughs> but if you were to recast the exact same cartoonish uh, foam latex rubber Turtles now, who would you pick or could you pick as a uh, April O'Neil character? I, I would probably go with like a Colby Smulders. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Still, She already looks like a, a, a reporter. Like right. she's, yeah. She's hot. Got that fun vibe. Could sure. play off it. I think she'd, she'd probably be there my choice. There you go. Uh, I'd go with Paul Rudd. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> Nail it! Yeah. Every, every part. Every part, Paul yeah, It's Rudd. either every. Paul Rudd or it's um, fucking Melissa McCarthy. It's those two are in yeah. every every part, Everything. too. Yeah, Melissa every. McCarthy would play every turtle. Uh, we just do a role <laughs> reversal. We do a switcheroo here. In fact, she, th- did you guys know there was a female turtle at one point? That like the, the fourth iteration of the movie, like after these ones died, there was like a live action version and they had a female turtle show up. Really? Uh, it's and, like Smurfette kind of thing? Yeah, sorry, absolutely. And ah. she had, I want to say she had a full face, uh, like not a full face, but like the, you know how they have that strip across their eyes? Yeah, the Hers down, went up over her head and like tied in the back. Oh. Uh, and it was like purple in color, I want to say. And her name was <coughs> Ven- uh, Venus de Milo. What? Was her what? character name. Yeah. Fucking bizarre shit. And did you oh, guys man. ever, uh, I will occasionally see like at Goodwills and stuff, they'll have VHS copies of 
like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stage performance act thing that they had. I didn't know after they this, had that. Yes, after the success of this what? movie, they did these like... Fe- they went to fucking, Broadway, baby. <laughs> no, it was these weird ass like rock and roll shows that they would do with the Turtles that would come out and like they would take over theaters. Is this they, like Disney on Ice? Kind of, yeah. Uh-huh. It, was, it was very much that same vein of like, Let's milk this for every single penny we can get out of it. Yeah. 90s were wild. Yeah, so, dude. <laughs> it was a wild time, baby. I don't know why that reminded me. Did you ever see the like the VHS copies of like Bible Man? Yes. Though that's what it reminds me of. I it's met Bible s- Man. Did you really? What? Did, yep. In uh, Chattanooga? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Cal- when I worked at the Hot Top in Kalamazoo. Nice. Uh, he and his crew came in. Was he like as Bible Man? No. Well, I mean, that was or, they were on tour as Bible Man. Bible Man? As soon as we were, because uh, he's the, the guy from Charles in Charge. Yeah, he's Charles in Charge is Scott Bale. No, the his, other kid. Like his the guy who, douchey friend. Oh. What, did he? So Charles in Charge, he was the nanny. Like the live-in yeah. male nanny, yes. right? Yeah. Was was that guy? Mm. Fuck, and he's got a weird name too, and I can't remember what his fucking name is. Yeah, but anyhow, the Scab other kid, or whatever the best friend. <laughs> Scab. Yeah. Was he not involved in the family at all? He was just a friend. He was just a friend, yes, of Charles. Yeah, so had no connection with the family that he was. That's, that's crazy. Those, yeah. But yeah, he was a predominant part of that show. That's weird. I do not remember that show at all, other than the theme song, clearly, and then Scott Bale. As soon as we, he knew that we recognized him, he 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 evacuated as soon as as possible. Oh, I thought you were saying he lit up. Like he finally, he was like, "This is my time to shine." At a hot topic in Battle Creek or whatever. He, said he didn't want to be uh, recognized like that, right? Like you would think like, "Oh, this is your time, baby." Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. what I would. Yeah, yeah. If that were me. Because I have no idea who you're talking about. Now, the problem with that is he probably assumed that you recognize him as the friend of Scott Bale, which is exactly what happened. Not as Bibleman, right. which I assume he <laughs> was Har- like, Harvey Bibleman. Explain, yeah. explain to me Bibleman because I do not know. Oh what God, this is. it's it's basically one of those like PBS type style shows. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He had like a foam latex rubber suit thing. Yeah. He was I don't know if he was some sort of like a pastor who took on the power of the Bible and became some sort of weird superhero. There was like arch nemesis of Bibleman and. There were a series, a shitload of these videos. So much. Hey, Willie Ames. That's Willie the Ames, guy. That's his name. Yeah. Willie Ames yeah. was also on Eight is Enough. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He probably um, knows the guy that played Oliver. <laughs> Fucking Oliver. <laughs> Oliver probably played a villain in the Bible Man series. Um, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Like, there's definitely a long list of titles that you could dip through looking up uh, Bible man shit. It's probably all available for free on YouTube. I'm even sure. Yeah. Right now. There's some super Bible man fan out there. <laughs> 95 to 2003 Bible. My man. God, it was that still legs, going in eight years. <laughs> that is Jesus amazing. Christ. Wow. Very, the things you learn on this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Has so. literally nothing to do with this except for being a weird ass superhero that makes right. no sense. Right. It, when you were saying it, it reminded me of Duff Man from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Duff Man. Duff, Duff Man. Man. <laughs> Who wants a beer? Duff Man. <laughs> so I was thinking, I'm like, oh, right. Duff Man. So greatest. that was our, we, we just cleared up all the budget stuff and then the who uh, would, oh, uh, who pay, Stu. April, yes. Uh, who, if you had to recast this? Oh, uh, you said Paul Rudd. That was Paul, that's well. Right. I mean, it could make a that's legitimate a person. Yeah. Uh, boy, uh, the, what, this is—I don't know her name offhand, uh, but I just saw her in that Netflix movie, uh, Unbelievable. Uh, did you guys, either of you, see that? I did no? not. Uh, it's it's a true story based on a, a woman who got. I know this is going to be fun. A uh, woman who got raped in, uh, I think it was in Seattle. And I mean, who was, hasn't at this who point? Who hasn't you know been I mean? raped in Seattle? <laughs> Fucking Eddie Vedder, calm down. 
Uh, but then it, there was also like other cases going on God, uh, in in Denver, in the Denver area, okay. Boulder, Colorado, area, where uh, th- there were rapes happening there too. And then they were finally got their heads out of their asses and they all talked to each other and figured like, oh, this, there's a serial rapist. And then they found out that it was connected to this rape that happened like eight years earlier in Seattle. And it was this young woman who okay. had been raped and no one believed her because she also was like, she had a troubled background and she was like in foster care and so she was, was like a weird independent living situation. So it was unbelievable. And it's super been, unbelievable, yeah, man. Hence the title. So, look at that. But yeah, so it was super good and now uh, now I got to look up her name. I think she w- she would be a very good character uh, to play so April, April O'Neil. O'Neil rape victim number two. <laughs> April O'Neil. All right. Uh, uh, there we go. Cast. <laughs> All right. Here we- uh, Caitlin, do- Caitlin oh. Deaver. D-E-V-E-R. Deaver. Okay. Dever. 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 Uh, it's Dever. Dever. <laughs> Dever. Ferda. Yeah, for sure. So I would. That's who I would pick. There you go. So go check out Unbelievable on Netflix. It's a good. Uh, good series. It's like eight episodes. Sounds like a real fucking bummer. Dude. Yeah, I know. I know, man. I just brought this podcast down. So about, so about these weird Bunches. rubber turtles, uh, right? So yeah, back to these turtles. You want to know who was up for the role of Casey Jones? Sure. Yeah. A lot of people, man. Oh God. Uh, Johnny Depp. Keanu oh, Reeves, gross, <laughs> gross. Christian wait, Slater. Wait, back up, pause. He immediately. So he said Johnny Depp, and you immediately had a reaction. Are you a Johnny Depp fan? I'm not a Johnny Depp. I, I say, love you so much more. Gross. That's gross. the greatest of all time. I God, like I Johnny fucking Depp. hate Johnny Depp. Oh. I hate every movie Johnny Depp's been in because oh, I hate Johnny Depp, and he's the same on. person in every fucking God, movie. Jack Sparrow yes, is one of my I'll least give you favorite that. characters. Yes. All, so boring. He's the, the worst. worst part of that movie. All right. Christian Slater. There you uh, go. Lou Diamond Phillips. Wow. Emilio Lou Estevez. Dom- Emilio. Kiefer. <laughs> Kiefer. Kiefer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason Patrick. Br- this is my favorite. Brian Austin Green. There you go. From oh, Beverly Hills. Wow. Beverly yeah. Hills, yeah. Uh, Alex Winter. You know him. Alex Winter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ted. Yeah. Wait, who? Bill and Ted, baby. Bill and Ted. Oh, yes. Okay. I was so like, yes, Bill I do and know. Ted were both up yeah, in the show. Yeah. Wow. Well, and then Alex Winter heat. was in The Lost Boys with yeah, Kiefer yeah, Sutherland. So, yeah, oh, it's mm-hmm. this big circle. It's anyone. That's it's what I've decided. like about. 20 guys at this point. Right. Right. So, we do these movies, and they're all from like the 80s and 90s. And then we it's get this list people. of like, these people could have been who you, but it's literally every A list actor that <laughs> existed the at the time. And then Paul So, Rudd. that's why every. Yeah. That's <laughs> why. Paul Rudd was three. Every movie in the late 90s or early thousands was always Paul Rudd or or Tom Hanks. Like Tom Hanks yeah, was the previous Tom version. It was either Tom Hanks and then it turned into Paul Rudd after a certain age. So. The, the one actor here I don't recognize, uh, Gary Daniels. Who's Gary Daniels? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Never okay. heard of that. All right, because that was one. It was Gary Daniels and Shit. River Phoenix. Okay, so, River Phoenix. All up for the role of Casey Jones. Nice. Oh, there you go. So that's uh, that's it. All right. Yeah. We did that. Um, what else do we got going on here? Sorry, I have to plug in my phone plug, because plug it's nearly shit. dead. Uh, I know we talked about uh, Danny. Uh, he he always had on a different Sid Vicious shirt, sure, yep. which that was never really addressed at all. Very strange. And uh, this was the only movie he ever appeared in. Weird. He he was he never appeared in oh. any of the other sequels. He was never mentioned. He just kind of disappeared from the face of the huh. earth. So I don't know if he was a pain in the ass in the movie as well. <laughs> I feel like he or was they're like we, this guy. He we fucked off with Judith. Hogan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Danny and Judy uh, were fucking in their trailer, and there you go. So. 
<laughs> I feel like he was like the prototype for Sid from uh, the Toy Story movies, though. He was oh, yeah. kind of the same sort of shaped kid and yeah. was like, that, oh, make- yeah, that weird dead eye look. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can totally see that. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's hit another rando clip here. Let's get. Uh, do you guys want the origin story of the turtles? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. All right. Let's do this one instead. <laughs> Why? 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 Oh, I don't know. Because I wanted to redecorate, you know, a couple throw pillows, a TV news reporter. I what actually do you laughed. Yeah. Raphael, what are you uh, doing? She got jumped in the subway. I had to bring her here. It's very walking. She got jumped in the subway. In the subway. I had to bring her here. had to bring her here. More cowbell. Um, <laughs> I actually laughed out loud when he said that line. <laughs> That's great. Like, that was the best part of this movie for me. All right. Um, That's the punch-up script that Pat sure. Oswald did. He yeah. put one joke in. <laughs> uh, did you guys happen to catch Raphael's uh, favorite word in this movie? Is it, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's just he says uh, the same word awesome. several times in this movie over and over again. Is it damn it. it! It's just damn. <laughs> yeah. Here's my example of it. Damn. <laughs> he lost I, his sigh. Yeah. It's like they gave this movie. They're like, it's PG-13. You guys can say damn. You can say damn as many times as you want. And Raphael was like. Yes, I'm in. Like, I got this <laughs> under control. He says, damn, independent of any other dialogue. It's not like he was like, this damn kid or that damn guy or anything else, but just exclamation, just the word damn, at least six times in this movie. Huh. And it's very, like, once I started realizing it was happening over and over again, it was disorienting. And I was like, why did they let this man do this over and over again? He was the only turtle, right? He was the only one who was swearing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. The bad boy of the group. That's right. <laughs> For sure. It's the, the, the attitude. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, he was the big, thick uh, New York accent, too. So, yeah. you know, he had that in him. It was him. appropriate. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, he got left behind once underneath a vent somewhere and heard a fucking mugging happen or something. And he was just, it imprinted on him, I think. That's what happened. <laughs> Damn. You can't get Corey Feldman to say that for 1500 bucks. Not at all. Oh, not for 1500 <laughs> It costs you more. It's a premium, for sure. It's like 1750 for the For the Feldman. Um, all right. Did you guys notice any weird things happening in the movie as far as like uh, fuck ups or anything? Where like, because I noticed like some because it's everything was made of rubber. Like even yeah. their weapons and shit were made of rubber. At one point, they were leaving April's apartment and they turned and she like walked them out and shut the door behind them. And as the turtles turned to leave, uh, Leonardo was leaving last, I think, and his sword touched the wall. As he was, and it bent just wonk, or and it bent over completely while he was walking out. <laughs> right. I was like, they left this in the movie for fuck's sake. I don't know what he noticed. Yeah, right. There were a lot of like uh, screw ups on like voices and stuff. Yeah. And someone went to hit somebody with something, and clearly he didn't hit him. <laughs> just at a all. whiff. Yeah. yeah, it was a total whiff. I mean, just weird things like that that you're like, ah, you know, suspend your, you know, yeah, that's true. Suspend your disbelief or whatever. And then, like you were saying in the beginning, I think that most of this movie was shot in near darkness just because of that stuff. Right. Like we got to try to keep this as uh like you, so people don't go frame by frame and I mean, that, realize what we've done wrong that, that's why i hate godzilla movies godzilla yeah. movies are the yeah. darkest movies out there and i'm like i just want to see this fucker fight in mm-hmm. the daylight come on everybody yeah noon on a sunday <laughs> let's do this shit nobody's around in new york right. at noon right. on a right. sunday yeah. it's the greatest time to do come it on, man least amount of uh you know, damage to everyone else. So. One, one of the weird things I saw, too, while doing some research is clearly when the pizza guy delivered the pizza was Domino's Pizza Delivery. Mm-hmm. They weren't the ones who sponsored the movie. The ones that had the tie-in with it, the restaurant that had a tie-in, was Pizza really? Hut. What? Oh, okay. Pizza Hut had the tie-in with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's really weird. Domino's is 
prominently featured right. several in several yeah. scenes. Yeah. Sure. With the yeah, the the bad pizza and everything. Yeah. They had the mold on or whatever. Yep. So that's why I thought it was weird when they're like, Oh yeah, no, it was Pizza Hut. I'm like, weird. Oh, who the fuck made this decision, right? They must have just got the licensing after the fact, I would guess. Yeah, I'm sure where there were like toys or yeah. some bullshit. Buy pizza, get a fucking uh, Raphael head or whatever. Did so, you guys ever have the toys? Did you ever have I had a lot of the did you have like a prize possession toy like did you have the blimp or any of that sort of shit no it's too poor for that shit (laughs) see me too like I there got, was a blimp. Yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. turtle blimp was huh. the shit. Or the thunder, or the Thunderdome, or the, whatever it's no, called. Um, <laughs> four turtles enter. <laughs> thunder blimp. No, it was, uh, it was uh, Krang and the uh, fucking octodrome. No, what the fuck was yeah, that? Yeah, it was it something looked like drome. A, looked like the Epcot ball. Yep, it was the wheels. Epcot ball, oh. or it was the fucking Star Wars thing like it was uh, like a cross between the death star, the death star and gotcha. the, the epcot center and it was on tank tracks uh and it this was, was yeah. the bad guys yeah yeah yep. gotcha. and it would right. it would open and unfold and there'd be like a whole fucking place that inside um sweet i had one percent or shit yeah for sure <laughs> i had the van i was able to get sweet. the van um and then i just had a shitload of just the characters and i had a bunch of the um samurai versions that had like the extra plating oh, yeah. absolutely yeah. on them and stuff cool. uh, i remember as a kid uh my dad could draw and so i would watch my dad draw and i just sort of picked it up from him right and he would be able to mimic just everything it was like you were tracing but it was just freehand like he would look at something and could draw it and i picked that up from him and i would draw just stuff like any like things that i was interested in so there was a lot of ninja turtle stuff so i would draw ninja turtles in mass just piles of them and then i would sell them to my classmates on the bus so i would draw like 30 or 40 of these drawings of the same exact ninja turtle and i would pass them out and i would sell them to kids for like a quarter on the bus right and i would you know sign them because i thought i was going to be like famous (laughs) and um it's an original matt harper so i did this for a while right and then i got in trouble for doing it eventually like i wasn't allowed to sell things on the bus to these kids who were an entrepreneur were buying dumb shit right and later on, I continued my school career and got up into high school. And one of my teachers, uh, you know, found out that I was uh, I was in all the art classes and could do and I would doodle shit in her room. And when we would leave class, I would just throw it in the trash. I would take my drawings and I would just throw them away. Uh, and I always hoped that someone would see them being thrown away. And I, so I would never like <laughs> I would never crinkle this, them up. This right? is like an Shit, after school yeah, special. Yeah. I would never crinkle them up. Right. I would just kind of sh- like just slide them into the trash can. <laughs> well, come to find out that she had started collecting them. Right. Like this teacher that I was in and her son. Your life's a lifetime. Movie. Yeah, yeah. We should have been like this should have been the origin story for how I became like this teacher lifted me up. This is when the music swells. And then oh. I beca- yeah. Um, but her son <laughs> was she? one of the kids that I sold one of those drawings to on the bus and he still had my drawing ah. and like he kept it for all those years or whatever in just like a drawer in his house or whatever. So yeah. So this, the turtles, there's a family out there that's got your collection. Of <laughs> yeah. Art my, basically my, my portfolio of artwork <laughs> that she saved from the dumpster is just in her house now. So that's cool. Yeah. So you drew the turtles just like April and you'll draw the turtles in this movie. Yes, for right. sure. Right. You're a real April. <laughs> yeah. I really am. I, I've been told that several times. People, I've commonly been referred to as the real a real April. You know, uh, let's let's get into that. I do want to hit this part of her, uh, I guess, writing in her sketch pad diary here, yeah. real quick. She's a pretty good artist, really. It's strange being back on the old farm. And I do want to recognize <laughs> she's going over what has now become their new life at the farm, right? right. And she's discussing what what should be all of the turtles, right? Like she's saying. 
This is what each of the turtles are doing. Follow me here and listen to what she actually says about the turtles. Even after all these years, it still feels like home. My amazing new friends have suffered their first real defeat. That's bad enough, but they've also lost the opportunity to find out about their mentor, and I'm sure that hurts them much more than anything else. Okay. Each of them deals with this confusion Each in of his them, own okay. way. Right, we've got Donatello, Donatello has found someone to latch on to. Not even close, Zipnik. Just cut it. Leonardo, right. meanwhile, has kept a Leonardo. constant vigil with Raphael. With Raphael. And then there's Casey Jones. And then there's Casey Jones. <laughs> a nine-year-old trapped Where's Michelangelo? Where's Michelangelo? They don't mention him. If it wasn't for that pig-headedness. And there's that sexual tension, right? Yeah. So they don't mention him in this little montage, montage. that she's talking about, which there was more in there that I cut out. I only cared mm-hmm. about what she was saying about each turtle. And, and then for the next probably 25 minutes of the movie, Michelangelo does not say a word right, in this yeah. whole movie. Oh. Yeah, they talked about how he didn't say anything at the farm for whatever he reason. He comes out and he like motions to things and sort of, and he's just like, huh? Yeah. Right, and right. Like he makes noises. And I was like, did he just, like, did the actor just like bail on them? Well, or that, did... that was Robbie Riss. That was Cousin Oliver. That's so, no shit. Fucking Cousin Oliver. <laughs> just phoning <laughs> it in. For, again. He just <laughs> phoned it in for half the fucking movie. Maybe he had pneumonia or yeah, something. Maybe. <laughs> I just found that really strange that. They didn't mention him at all in that part, and then he just stopped participating. That's in like the montages. There was very little of Michelangelo at all, and then like when they were out in the big open field, there was all four of them. But anytime it was like close up shots of anybody, it was never close ups of Michelangelo. It was weird to me. I don't know why they did that. Uh, the implication is pretty awful that this turtle just has PTSD from getting <laughs> shit kicked out of him. Yeah, right, right. It's true. Funny. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where do we want to head to next? Do we want to go to the final uh, game here? Do we want to hit? Let's that do the final game for sure. Uh, I do have. I've got the origin story for the turtles and Blew. Splinter's backstory. Which, if we're if you're here Two this long, stories. if you've listened this far, you get it. The highlight you, of this, the down. backstory is that adorable tiny little uh, Splinter. Um, Puppets. Yes. That's yes. one of my The turtle puppets, puppets that are like, <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking cowabunga or pizza, pizza. <laughs> right, what right. the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yes. I love it. Uh, okay. So let's get to our final game. And that, of course, has its own theme song, which goes a little something like this. I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? What's that sound? Sound. And it's time to play What's, What's That, that sound? sound? I like it, man. <laughs> I'm never good at this game, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm not good at it. I try to pick the like obscure, ridiculous sounds because it's. I just don't want it to be too easy. Yes. And we do have several of our listeners that participate uh, that send us direct messages after, and they try to guess which ones they are. Right. Uh, it's, of course, the same cast of characters that we mentioned in a lot of our episodes. Feltner, Hibbs. Uh, yep, those mm-hmm. those are the ones. And then yeah. Sievert does. Oh, he'll Sievert pick does, up, too. Yep, Sievert. He'll pick up some. Sievert, uh, guess who passed you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to, ba- if you've never listened before, this is the gist of this game. I'm going to play you a sound that happens within this movie somewhere. 
Uh, and it is up to you, Adam, to give me uh, what's happening on screen while the sound is playing. If you can't get it, it's going to go to Stu right. because Stu has also not heard these clips before. I have not. And then if neither of you get it, it does go to the listening audience. So they can uh, email us in or message us on Facebook. If you want to use the email, which nobody, I want to say we've gotten two legit emails in the whole course of this. We've been doing this for over a year. We've only gotten two <laughs> legit emails. Aww. Everything's been done over Facebook. But, Social media. Yeah, right. For sure. uh, but if you would like to email us, you can at another episode podcast at gmail.com. So right. uh, here is your first sound of what's that sound and we're going to use this one uh, hmm. oh um, i can play it as many times there's as you so like. many sounds yeah, me, like that throughout the movie let me let me hear that let me, I, that's why i didn't just make it the one the i noise. wanted to make it the one sound but uh-huh. i was like i gotta add some context because otherwise yeah. there's several of this sound so It sounds like Raphael and Michelangelo. Uh, hmm. Is he? Uh, so my guess is that Michelangelo is helping Raphael zip up his dress. Is that? That's not what it is. No, Fuck. no, that is damn, not. God damn it! I have no idea, Matt. Uh, nothing at all. Not, you want to take sorry, a swing man. at it? All right. I no, man. I mean, it just sounds like every fight scene. <laughs> well, then, you're, then get ready for the rest of these because there's going to be a lot it's of all that. fights. So, damn it! Hold on. So I'm just going to play it one more time, clean for the all audience right. listening. If you guys know what this is, send us a message or email Felt us. Feltner, help us. Yeah. Uh, Somebody will definitely get that. So sure. All right. Uh, I watched this one. movie last night. <laughs> yeah. and I don't remember. Yeah, I watched it like four hours ago. Yeah. Uh, I watched this movie like four times. I think I watched it twice legit, and then uh-huh. I listened to it while I was at work twice. Yeah. Uh, and so you know, here we are. All right. Next sound. Talk it out. What do you think you're hearing? Uh, so uh, it sounds like there's glass breaking. Uh-huh. Um, Doesn't it sound what, like what, something what, what, on a fan? Like yeah. were they ever on a fan? And was it in April's apartment? Am I wrong? There you, go. you guys could work together on this. <laughs> yeah, why not? We, we might, we might need Come to. on, man. We need to. Uh, we're in April's apartment. Um, yeah, so that's probably a nunchuck based on that, that right, sound. Right. Yes, that's what we're going yeah, with. That's what we're going with. <laughs> April is, O'Neil nunchuck fan. That is incorrect. Come on, I man. will give you... The light to the turn lamp. the light. Yep. Yes. Okay, that's okay. it. Yes, that is correct. Hooray! With a little Teamwork, help. baby. <laughs> a little help. During. That was a very obvious, too, that it's rubber because it bounces <laughs> yeah. off the light. Right. <laughs> All right, so that's the end of What's That Sound? You guys What's that sound? didn't What's do... That? We stink. You guys didn't I do great. Different actor. There was an actor for Shredder, and then there was the voice actor for Shredder. I heard so that. it wasn't yeah. the same person. So James Sato was the guy who actually was the actor. Yeah. And he uh he was also in Home Alone Three okay. and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, okay. So really getting into those sequels. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Best Christmas movie out there, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah, for sure. laughs> I love that Christmas movie. Shredder's a real good leader. Like he, uh-huh. if he has something nice to say about you, he grabs he everyone's around. He, yep. Criticizes you privately. Yeah. That's true. That's he's real, yeah. he's essentially a cult leader yeah. for these children, which I mean makes sense if you're gonna heart like if you're gonna bring them all in and and sort of yeah he wants them to do their bidding. So of course he's gonna try to be this mm-hmm. like male role model figure for them, father figure for these like abandoned children. 
He's got this whole thing figured out. Like, He's like the uh, the ninja of Oliver Twist, right? Sure. Like, who was the dude in Oliver Twist that uh, uh, took Fagan? Over? Fagan, right? Yeah. That's right. You got to be really careful with that. For Oliver. sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this, right? Like he clearly was over in Japan mm-hmm. originally, and he was some equivalent of Shredder over there, I'm right. guessing. Yeah. And then he came to America and mm. brought the whole operation to the States, right? Mm. But I just imagine him traveling like through an airport, just but but being like a regular <laughs> off all the metal no, I detectors. Just, I just assume him being just a regular guy. Like right. he's just like a dude in like shorts and flip flops walking <laughs> through the airport. <laughs> but he's got this weird like gashed open face from a rat wound right. from like thir- fifteen wound. years ago. Hey man, you gonna take care of that pus? Nah. <laughs> he's just like nah. walking around with his carry on, but it's just this big ass sharp metal helmet that he's got. Yeah. It's the greatest. Funny. I love it. I, I it's fun to try to realize that these people had to exist like as real humans in the world also. Yes. And then once he got to his, you know, Amazon warehouse, he was like, now I can don this dumb Put on my costume forever. <laughs> yeah, no one can look at my face. <laughs> but yeah, Great. so that's uh, that's all of that. Okay, hold on. There was more of this. I don't care. If, I don't know if we care to know, but here's more. Discipline, loyalty, earn the right to wear the dragon doji. You are here because the outside world yeah, this is the, yeah. At 15, this I would have been so susceptible to joining the foot clan. <laughs> I want you all to become full members of the foot. Yeah, so he... So he brings them in on uh, as, as characters from the foot. Did you right. get... Uh, in your research, did you find the correlation between this and that Dare- Daredevil? Devil? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like foot in the hand, yep. and then it was like uh, stick and splinter. splinter and right. stick. Yep. So yeah, a lot. And like even them of like, uh, they got their powers from like an ooze, and that was the same kind of thing happened to Daredevil. He hit his head and he got some radiation yeah, on him. Yeah, he got so, like yeah. splashed with goop, and then goop. The, the rest of it fell down into the sewers. And yeah. Right, was it, gone forever. I think it was Frank Miller that made that connection. Yeah, it may, I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> sure, yeah. So that makes sense, though. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <They> love it. <laughs> but yeah, there was definitely this correlation that they weren't allowed to speak of. They were like, no, it's our totally our idea. The whole thing was our <laughs> we idea. We totally ripped you off, but, but it's us. We're good. Yeah, Thanks. We when you, um, yeah, you, when you see the turtles splashing around the radioactive, there's just, uh, uh, on the street above, there's just a crying <laughs> child. Yeah. Oh, just a blind guy up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, so that was the end of what... We covered some other clips and whatnot. I think we're down to like final thoughts at this point. I mean, I'm glad I watched. I'm glad you made me watch sure, this. Yeah. I, and I, I was okay with watching. I always it. hope that that is the end result of this. Yeah. I always hope that it's like, you know what? I probably should have saw that back when it meant something. That's like me with the fucking Star Wars movies. Like, right. I've seen kind of a few of them now. I think you? it was perfect for me at 10 years old. Yeah. Where Shredder lands in the garbage like, truck. Right. Yep. That is worth the whole rest of the movie. That was brutal man yeah. i was like what is, this is pg-13 <laughs> what happened it's like a super dark it was just all fighting toward the end and yeah. i just stopped caring like i was pulling clips but then i was like it's just all madness and yes just fake instrument or fake uh weapons hitting each other and it was just <laughs> i can't handle any more of this so i really didn't get a ton of clips from that portion of the movie um but i did end up getting the final line and then the portion oh. of the song at the end um so we should definitely hit that before we get to the end end of this yep. So here's the final line and then the little weird rap song that they play. We were awesome! Bodacious! Yeah. <laughs> Good shit! Yeah. Damn. Uh, gnarly! <laughs> radical! Yeah! 
got every bit of his $1,500 worth out of this right here. Huh? Huh? I made funny. I made funny. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. I thought that was the same dudes who did the Humpty Hump. It sounds like it, it for does, sure. but it isn't. It's not. It's it not isn't. Digital underground. It's two. It's just two dudes who never did like anything else. Oh, weird. This was like their big thing because I'm they like, got their fifteen hundred dollars. I was, I was frantically sure this is this is the digital underground. Like, yeah. Nope, it wasn't. So they ripped them off. Clearly. Yeah. yeah it just like sound. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Bart Simpson say Cowabunga Yeah, they sort of uh, grabbed Stole onto it. that. Well, I guess The Simpsons would have been prior to 1990, right? Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't catch that correlation, but yeah. Mm. I wonder if he was doing Cowabunga back then. Which came first? first <laughs> the little <laughs> yellow bitch kid or the turtles? Part in this movie where uh, Donatello is um, Corey Feldman and he leans in and he's like, hey, Mikey. And I was like, hey, he did the same fucking line from the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of funny. Goonie correlations yeah. in this movie. They were all in costumes, so it kind of works sure, for Halloween. Yeah. So this will probably air. Turtles are kind of scary. <laughs> this will either air in October or it will wait in the wings through all of October and then get first <laughs> will it first appear in November. So. Okay. We'll see how it goes. But uh, otherwise, any any things going on? Do you? I meant to ask you this in the beginning and not now, but do you still do any form of stand up at all down in? Tennessee? Uh, no, I don't. No, it's a real Good shame. For you. It's a real shame. Yeah. yeah, it's the exact opposite for me. That's a real shame. And yeah. Stu's like, yeah. Yeah. Quit it. I, I retired happier than ever, <laughs> yeah. boys. Oh, that's good, man. Uh, you can check out, uh, I do a travel vlog with my wife on YouTube, The West World. Um, okay. That's pretty much it. I'll try to link up to that. Right. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Stu? Yeah. Just the podcast, baby. Elemental podcast. Check that out every uh, Monday and Thursday. So we got one tomorrow. But I mean, who knows when this is coming out? Yeah, so. But yeah. it still will be a Wednesday, so for sure tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> able to listen, to even life. if you listen to this on a Saturday tomorrow. Hey, no, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, you got the Patreon too. Come Patreon too, baby. Just get out there and get it, boys. Give me five bucks. But you just have to find me on Facebook. You can look there, and I try to post all my shit coming up. Otherwise, I would love for you to follow this show on Instagram, where we post the pictures of the altered posters for these can't, movies. I can't wait for those. Yeah, one. this one's going to be something <laughs> crazy. Do you want to, and I assume you'll want to be uh, Donatello. Right. All right, so we'll try to work on that. And then otherwise, uh, yeah, just uh, go listen to more episodes. Bye. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better be, be good. good. You know what it is. It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and myself, two professional comedians, review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this is an ad for our podcast. It is true. You can find our podcast on all podcasting platforms. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's Stitcher. everywhere. Except for SoundCloud, because fuck SoundCloud. That's what we used to use, and now we use Anchor. Anchor's fantastic. You guys should check it out. It's true. Um, if you like movies and you like funny anecdotes, and we also talk about movie news, and we've got witty, great banter, download our podcast now. If you listen to this podcast, odds are pretty good you'll like our podcast. It's true. We're incredibly funny, incredibly witty. I love Mike a whole lot. I don't know if he loves me as much as I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, download our podcast wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that, that was, was an good. ad. Oh, okay. Well, that was clever. Yeah, well.